Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, what is going on, people? Welcome. You know that sound. It is the Unfiltered Band means, yes, another episode of Unfiltered. This one live coming your way right here, right now. It's officially go down as episode number 219. You can jump on board the Unfiltered Revolution 24-7, 365. Simple, equal opportunists across the way, however you want to do it. Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts. You can jump on Twitter or X, if you will, at Casey Stern. Get into the bio. Follow on to the YouTube channel. Get all 218, now 219 episodes, the conversations, the rants, the interviews, the lists, and much, much more along the way. And thank you, as always, to our good friends of the Unfiltered Band and for you for being on board. All the talk the last couple of days has been about, and I've had to address it and everybody's had to address it, well, is this a World Series we should be excited about? And the answer is, how do you not get excited about this World Series? Unless, of course... You're salty and you're a fan here in Atlanta where I live. If you're a fan of Los Angeles with the Dodgers, if you're a fan of Baltimore, any of the teams who you thought, well, they were going to go deep into the playoffs and they didn't. So therefore, I got to go and crap on everybody else because I'm just sad. Because I guarantee you where they're not sad, and that's the fans of the Rangers and the fans of the Arizona Diamondbacks, two incredible stories. Both will collide. Something's got to give. Only one going to win the whole thing. Want to do a little bit of a preview of the World Series? You could jump in with comments or whatever you want along the way. Of course, if you get in this Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcast, you could do it in the aftermath as well. Let's pay off the sponsors because we thank them. We, as always, are presented by our good friends at Bet Online, your number one source for all your sports betting needs, latest odds, lines, and matchup reports, baseball, basketball, boxing, golf, and much more. Bet Online continues to be. Fastest and easiest way to get your wagers, including all your live betting, favorite casino and card games. They're all available right now, right from your phone. So head over to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V. Get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It is bet online where the game starts as I get started here. And I am excited because as I said the other day, you can go back and, and feel free to listen to it. And I posted it here if you're not listening on the podcast side, if you're on Twitter or X. When we are in the NCAA tournament, which I love and you all love, and I covered, we're in the NCAA tournament. We all want all the upsets. We want the 12 to meet the five. We want to see the number two seed knocked out. We want all of our office pools to be great. And then Butler's in the final and we all complain. Right? So which is it? Do you like the upstart story and the team that arose above all the challenges and did what nobody thought they could do? Or did you want to just see? Because guess what? When it's the teams we thought would just get there, then it's scratch, and then you're boring, and then you're not being exciting or picking what you're saying. It, no one ever is going to be happy. If you're not sure about that, think about where you are in the world right now, wherever you're watching this, and I guarantee in this given week, you have complained that it's too hot or too cold. It's too cold outside, so you put on the heat in the car. Now you're too hot. Now you got to turn it off. Why the hell is the heat on so damn much? It's ridiculous. I can't believe it's so cold. All we do is complain. So here we are complaining again. 
But let's get into what's going to be a fun series. They're fun stories. The question is, is it going to be a great series and a competitive series? Because right now, when you look at the two teams, I think if you're being fair, you look at it exactly the way Tory Lovello and his group want you to look at it, which is with the reality in the lens of the Rangers look like a better team. The Rangers have more firepower. The Rangers have more talent. The Rangers are at home. The Rangers look unbeatable. Now, the Diamondbacks heard that when they faced the L.A. Dodgers, who they knocked out, won 100 games. They heard that when they faced the Braves, right? I, I mean, I, these these are, excuse me, the Phillies, right? They heard that as well, especially down 3-2, going into Philadelphia, who had won six straight games at home, where nobody, including me, thought there was a better environment in the playoffs the last couple of years at a Citizens Bank ballpark. Didn't know way they're going to go in there and win. I mean, God bless. I mean, dog, you, you know, having to retire. Right? Quote, unquote. But you go win game six, and then you go win game seven. They were down 2-0 in that series, too. So Dimebacks got you right where you want you, but clearly Texas looks like the team with more firepower. Start at the manager level. Love both these stories. Have had the pleasure of getting to know and cover both of these guys. And you know, Tori Lavella was a regular on my show with SiriusXM for years. And I remember, and I told this story the other day, but I remember in 2020 when it was so bad and they were losing so many games. And at one point, I think they had lost like we were having them on one of his weekly spots. They had lost like 29 out of 35 or something literally crazy like that. Ridiculous. And I remember we started a bit with Tori Lavello that every time he would come on the show, I promised that I would make a joke at the forefront that would surprise him, catch him off guard and get him to start laughing. Because even though he'd come on and be professional and gave great spots and he's a great interview, I felt bad for him because what kind of questions can I ask with positivity when you lost all six games since the last times we talked? Now look two years later. The Rangers didn't have Bruce Bochy. Now they have him. You think it's a secret of why they're here? There's a lot of reasons. It's Chris Young and the work that they've done, the players on the field, the, the advancement they made during the season, the additions of the Jordan Montgomery's of the world, the advancements from a player standpoint in moving forward in their careers, like Adoles Garcia and the breakout stars and having Evan Carter at 21 years old and all of that, right? But these teams two years ago were 112 and 212 combined. Now look at where they are. And the managers have a lot to do with that. Mike Hazen and Tori Lavelle and that relationship and that bond, which has gotten tighter and sticking with Tori and him growing with these players and them trusting him, big part of it. And Bruce Bochy... And his understanding, look, the great thing about Boach and why he's one of the greatest managers of all time is X's and O's, he's near the top of the list. Understanding people, he's near the top of the list. But understanding culture in a room, he may be the top of the list. He may be the best I've ever seen at doing that. Go look at what happened, San Diego. Then what happened when he went to San Francisco. And now what has happened here. He turns the culture to one where you are expected to win, not figuring out or waiting or worried about losing. You are immediately, no matter what the jersey represented before you, you are now expected to win. And there are only a few guys who can change cultures that way. I remember covering Jim Leland when he came into Detroit. And it was early in the season, and he had freaked out. They were like 3-3. Three and three. I think it was like early in the year. You can go back and look officially. It was definitely first month of the season. It was very early in his first season. And they had some bad loss, and he freaked out. And, he said, and basically it said, and said to the media, 
but knew the players were going to hear, we're not going to accept losing anymore. This, this jersey, this franchise is not going to accept that anymore. And Bruce Bochy comes in and he instills a culture and a belief in the way he carries himself, the way he represents himself and that team and that leadership and all the X's and O's and as good a bullpen handler as there, there's, there's been during my time covering the game for sure over the last 20 years. These two guys are a big reason why their teams are here. They're great human beings beyond being great managers, and it's, and it's fantastic to watch. When you look at this series, is there enough star power? People say, well, you know, the teams we wanted aren't here. As Corbin Carroll proved that this guy's a star, you want to say budding star? He's already a star. He's the second youngest player in a postseason game ever to Ty Cobb. Never have three hits and two stolen bases. He's the first one to ever do it in a game seven. And when you could say ever, first to do anything in Major League Baseball history, that is a big freaking deal. First to ever do it. When you look at what, and that trade, which is going to be certainly haunting on the Toronto side for a long time, but what Gabby Moreno has done, what he's become, he's a button star. Zach Gallon was a Cy Young candidate most of the year. Merrill Kelly continues to step up and have dynamic performances. How about Ginkle and Einhorn and the back end and what Seawald has done since he's come over? They may not be household names for a lot of people, but these are the opportunities that they've earned to become household names to a lot of people by performing at this level, at a high level, on the biggest stage. And they've been doing that. That's how they got here. That's how they've gotten here. On the Texas side, what Goles Garcia has done, I mean, an RBI shy of David Freeze, and we still got a whole series perhaps to go up to as many as seven games, is absurd. Corey Seager, even when he slumps in the middle of the postseason, you just knew he'd set the tone with that home run when necessary in a game seven and did. Up and down the lineup, from the Evan Carters and what he's done at 21 years old with ice in his veins and complete poise across the board to what Mitch Garver and Heim and certainly Semyon, obviously we know from an all-star standpoint, the top of the order and all the way up and down the performances that they've gotten and the contributions have made it very difficult. And that is a separator in this game because you don't have that kind of a lineup in Arizona. Arizona has to play almost perfectly within the margins and fundamentally sound within the margins. And what do I mean by that? Runners in from third, less than two outs. Hit the cutoff, man. Things we're talking about, too. I might talk about to my son, whose Little League Diamondbacks hat I'm wearing, in his playoff game coming up on Monday. Things that you talk about for kit, but the, the Diamondbacks are, between those margins, doing so many baseball things well. Because, and they need to, their talent can't accidentally win them a series. It can win them a game, but not a series. They have to play a great brand of baseball. That's not the brand they played 32 and 39 second half of the season. It is the brand they played in the first half, and it is the brand they've played knocking off the Dodgers and knocking off the Phillies to get here to this point against Texas. It's a brand of baseball they play. Now, Texas, we've seen have their own ups and downs, but why do they get so red hot when they get hot? Because when that offense gets going, and when you match it with what I'll talk about, what I think will be the key to this series, when you match up these two things, one, the one everyone talks about being that offense, and they're rolling, and they can hit so many home runs and go through, you know, uh, you know an inning where they, I mean, 
And how many times are we going to watch this team bat around? It's not all during the year. We've seen it in the postseason times. Arizona can't do that. Arizona's got to run the bases better. They got to steal bases. They got to find ways to take advantage of whatever they can, whether it's an arm in the outfield or a guy with a slow move to first or a, you know, a scouting report they saw in a whatever it is, they have to do that. They're going to be more bunt the guy over to second, get a run in, get a lead, and then bear down to the bullpen and figure it out and mix and match. Texas will, will try and do that. Certainly Bruce Bochy can do that, but they don't have to do that. But to be fair, that was the same situation with Schwarber, Harper, and a hot Castellanos at the time who we didn't know was going to go one for 23 or whatever the heck it was, 24. But it's the same thing we said about the Dodgers and Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman and that group, right? When they face the Diamondbacks as well. So this is, but the longer you go into it and the deeper you do it, the harder it's going to be to then continue to play at that high a level and perfect a level of baseball as much as possible for the Diamondbacks to do for all the belief they have in themselves and they do. And for everything in their story, they have to play that brand of baseball. And it's not to say that they don't have guys who can get hits because they do. And they don't have stars because certainly in Carroll, for example, they do. And a budding one in Moreno. And, and we know what Christian Walker can do. And they've got guys like that. And I love, you know, Gallon. At the, I mean, Fott is a budding star. How about what this guy's done? He didn't have to be perfect in game seven. But how about that performance coming off the nine strikeout dandy? But I mentioned two difference makers in this series. And I, I, because I, look, Bruce Bochy can outmanage anybody. I don't think that's going to be a factor. I mean, Tory's on his game right now. So I think the managers did what they did to get here. Maybe in a moment, Boch will do something, have a feel, leave a pitcher in where most wouldn't, or go to analytics. And we're going to be talking about that because those things happen with Boch all the time. But I don't think it'll be a Boch versus Lavello scenario. Back into the bullpen, I think absolutely. The way Arizona has pieced it together and what Ginkle and Seawald have done, and the fact that I'm afraid of Chapman, and you should be too, that Spores, although he's been great, has been used a lot, and when is this going to go the other way, or is it? Because he really has never had a run like this till now. The Clerks pitched a lot as well. You, you may say, okay, maybe ed edge Arizona. Because look at Texas' bullpen during the course of the year, and it was a disaster for a majority of it. And we're talking about like record level of how bad a bullpen is comparatively on the graph to how many wins you get and where you're in a postseason. So you got to go bullpen to Arizona, even if it's Bochy who's pushing the buttons, he has a lot of to push. But when I talked about where the difference in this series could be, you mentioned the depth in the offense, I think for sure. And it, it's plain as day on the Texas side. The other thing for me and where I think the key to this series is, if Nate Evaldi and Jordan Montgomery Pitch the way they've been pitching. Texas is going to win this series in five games. It won't go seven. Dimebacks are a great story. I'm going to pat them on the back just like everybody else. And by the way, I'm picking the Rangers to win in five games. So I'm going to be just as stupid as everybody else has been and as stupid as I was a week ago, a week and a half ago, when I picked the Phillies to win in five games. And apparently I still haven't learned my lesson. But unlike a lot of other idiots, I recognize the great story believe the Diamondbacks have earned it and belong here and should be championed, and anybody who's shitting on them is a moron. But I'm going to do the same dumb thing I did a week and a half ago and pick the Rangers in five. But it's not because of just the offense and the difference there and how that can hide their bullpen. It's because of how those two guys can hide their bullpen. Now, look, Max Scherzer could be an X-factor. 
Seems to, he thinks, have the cut on the finger figured out, which he said was more of an issue than anything else. Even coming off the injury, maybe he's a little bit more comfortable. Maybe he can go a little bit deeper in the game, but I don't think you're figuring Max Scherzer to go ahead and pitch seven innings for you. So you know you got to ride some bullpen on that day. But what Montgomery and Evaldi have done to go deep into games, to give Boach that leeway, to hide the bullpen, which you've got to do because you're trying to, to hide that soft spot and your weakness, right, which is that bullpen. And then what he has been able to do in terms of, you know, letting Evaldi and Montgomery could just dominate. Montgomery out of the bullpen the other night was freaking brilliant. Got the Yankees once gave up for Harrison Bader. I mean, are you kidding me? This guy is a stud right now. And the pitching and the different ways that he's pitching and you know, some of the ABs, I go back to the first outing in the last series and the at-bats he had in the way he performed against Jordan Alvarez, who at the time didn't seem like he had made an out in like forever. This guy, he's going to get it. You want to talk about getting a bag? Jordan Montgomery about to get a bag, people. But Nathan Evaldi, from the time that we saw him with the Red Sox in those six, seven innings, whatever it was, an 18-inning game, and everything against the Dodgers, and forget, you know, I understand the Muncie home run, but that performance and what he's done since, and, and every time he's in a big spot, the way he's able to step up, he didn't have his best up last time. I think he'd walk three guys, which he usually doesn't do in big games, and only struck out four, but finding a way to go to other pitches. He's such a smart, cerebral, intelligent guy who never got enough credit for that early in his career because he was throwing high 90s, and everybody thought, okay, well, the arm's going to wear out. He's often injured, and when he came out of Tampa, it's never going to happen, but the intelligence and the pitching IQ of this dude is off the charts. Freaking off the charts. Evaldi and Montgomery, to me, are, are one of the, yes, the depth of the offense, for sure, and Montgomery and Evaldi, and both for the same reason, hide that soft spot in that bullpen because we don't want that out in the forefront. And when it comes out in the forefront, that's going to be something that you're handing Dimebacks an advantage, and you may hand them the game because of it. Because every time a Roldis Chapman gets near a game, even when it's 9-2, to two, and the thought was he could come out there, I'm not thinking it's safe if I'm a fan of that team. You know, Kimbrell, Chapman, Chapman, Kimbrell, not much difference for me. And Spores has been great, but how much longer and how many days do you use all seven games and if you need to go that deep in a series? You, you can't be continuing to run LeClerc, you know, in game one like you would when it's a closeout game, go five, six outs. At some point, somebody else got to get trusted and you can't trust anyone else. But when Avaldi and Montgomery are doing what they're doing to help hide that with that offense and that and that going deep into games and that, you know, Boach trusted them, all of that, that's the key to this series for me. Now, if the Diamondbacks, either because they're not as effective or because they can find a way through pitch counts and wearing them out and somehow get them out earlier, if they can shorten those starts from Evaldi and Montgomery, they've got a way better shot in this series. And I think they have a chance in this series. I absolutely think the Diamondbacks have a chance in this series. But I'll still take Texas in five because I'll, I'll give the Diamondbacks exactly what they want. I mean, that's the way it's been. All the receipts they're picking up, good for them. Are you people still writing articles about the playoff format? Seriously. I mean, these are the same people who still like at a dinner conversation complaining about how the Sopranos ended. I mean, honestly, get over it. And get here, unfiltered, Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts, Twitter or X, over in the bio, at Casey Stern, get over to the YouTube channel and subscribe. Watch all the videos, comment, questions, whatever you got for me. We got more during the World Series. 
We always got it here at Unfiltered. And as always, we're presented by our good friends at Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.